This is the London Visited podcast on your favourite podcast provider, bringing to you the facts, history and information about different parts of this great capital. If you have been to London, are planning on visiting, live here or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Steve and welcome to our podcast. We're here for all things London and to tell you more behind some of the iconic places and people in London's history. In this episode, we go to Madame Tussauds, a well-known tourist attraction in London, but with bags and bags of history. Don't forget to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel, London Visited, to see videos covering here and so many other great places across London. Also, if you love the podcast and the channel, why not join us as a member? Join our group of what we like to call our London Visited Crown Jewels, where there are many different benefits, including a members-only monthly podcast. Have a look by going to patreon.com forward slash London Visited. And now to this week's podcast. Madame Tussauds is a wax museum founded in 1835, 188 years ago, by French wax sculptor Marie Tussauds in London, spawning similar museums in major cities across the world. A major tourist attraction in London since the Victorian era, Madame Tussauds displays waxwork of famous and historical figures, as well as popular film and television characters played by famous actors. Operated by the British entertainment company Merlin Entertainments, the museum now has locations in cities across four continents, with the first overseas branch opening in Amsterdam in 1970. Marie Tussauds was born as Marie Golschwitz in 1761 in Strasbourg, France. Her mother worked for Philip Curtius in Bern, Switzerland. He was a physician skilled in wax modelling. Curtius taught Tussauds the art of wax modelling when she was a child. When he moved to Paris, he took his six-year-old apprentice with him. Golschwitz created a first wax sculpture, a volatile, in 1777. At 17, she became part of the art tutor to Madame Elizabeth, the sister of King Louis XVI of France at the Palace of Versailles. During the French Revolution, she was imprisoned for three months awaiting execution, but she was released after the intervention of an influential friend. During the Revolution, she made models of many prominent victims. Gachaltz inherited Curtis's vast collection of wax models following his death in 1794. For the next 33 years, she travelled around Europe with a touring show from the collection. She married Francois Toussaint in 1795, took his surname and renamed her show as Madame Tussauds. In 1802, she accepted an invitation from Lantern and Phantasmagoria pioneer Paul Philidor to exhibit her work alongside his show at the Lyceum Theatre, London. She did not fare particularly well financially as Philidor took half of her profits. Unable to return to France because of the Napoleonic Wars, she travelled throughout Great Britain and Ireland, exhibiting her collection. From 1831, she took a series of short leases on the upper floor of Baker Street Bazaar, on the west side of Baker Street, Dorset Street and King Street in London. This site was later featured in the Juice Portland case sequence of the trials of 1898-1907. This became Tussauds' first prominent home in 1836. By 1835, Marie Tussaud has settled down in Baker Street, London, and opened a museum. One of her museum's main attractions was the Chamber of Horrors. The name is often credited to a contributor to Punch in 1845, but Tussaud appears to have originated it herself, using it in advertising as early as 1843. This part of the exhibition included victims of the French Revolution and newly created figures of murderers and other criminals. Other famous people were added, including Lord Nelson, the Duke of Wellington, Henry VIII, and Queen Victoria. Some sculptures still exist that were made by Mary Tussaud herself. The gallery originally maintained some 400 different figures, but fire damage in 1925. 
coupled with bombs during the Blitz on London in 1941, severely damaged most of her older models. The cast themselves have survived, allowing the historical waxworks to be remade, and these can be seen in the museum's history exhibit. The oldest figure on display is that of Madame de Berry, the work of Curtius from 1765, and part of the waxworks left to Gescholtz at his death. Other faces from the time of Tussaud include Robespierre and George III. In 1842, she made a self-portrait, which is now on display at the entrance of her museum. She died in her sleep in London on the 16th of April 1850. By 1883, the restricted space and rising cost of the Baker Street site prompted her grandson, Joseph Randall, to commission the construction of a building at the museum's current location on Marylebone Road. The new exhibition galleries were opened on the 14th of July 1884 and were a great success. But Randall had bought out his cousin Louisa's half share in the business in 1881, and that plus the building costs resulted in his having too little capital. He formed a limited company in 1888 to attract fresh capital but it had to be dissolved after disagreements between the family shareholders. In February 1889, Two Swords was sold to a group of businessmen led by Edwin Joshua Posier. The first wax sculpture of the young Winston Churchill was made in 1908. A total of 10 have been made since. The first overseas branch of Madame Two Swords was opened in Amsterdam in 1970. In 2005, Madame Two Swords was sold to a company in Dubai, Dubai International Capital, for £800 million. $1.5 billion. In May 2007, the Blackstone Group purchased the Tussauds Group from the then owner Dubai International Capital for $1.9 million. The company was merged with Blackstone's Merlin Entertainments, and operation of Madame Tussauds was taken over by Merlin. After the Tussauds acquisition, Dubai International Capital gained 20% of Merlin Entertainment. Madame Tussauds Wax Museum has been a major tourist attraction in London since it opened in the 1830s an era viewed as being when the city's tourism industry began. Until 2010, it incorporated the London Planetarium in its West Wing. A large animated dark ride, The Spirit of London, opened in 1993. Today's wax figures at Two Swords include historical and royal figures, film stars, sports stars, and famous murderers. It has been known since 2007 as Madame Two Swords Museums. In 2009, a 5.5-inch, 14-centimeter waxwork of Tinkerbell the fairy from Peter Pan became the museum's smallest figure of all time when it was unveiled in London. In July 2008, Madame Tussauds Berlin branch became embroiled in controversy when a 41-year-old German man brushed past two guards and decapitated a wax figure depicting Adolf Hitler. This was believed to be an act of protest against showing the ruthless dictator alongside sports heroes, movie stars and other historical figures. The statue has since been repaired, and the perpetrator admitted that he attacked the statue to win a bet. The original model of Hitler was unveiled in Madame Tussauds in London in April 1933. It was frequently vandalized, and a 1936 replacement had to be carefully guarded. In January 2016, the statue of Adolf Hitler was removed from the Chamber of Horrors section of the London Museum in response to an open letter sent by a staff writer of the Jewish Journal of Greater Los Angeles followed by significant support for its removal from social media. The museum has got lots of locations around the world, and in Asia it can be seen in different places in China, including Beijing, also Hong Kong. In Asia it can also be seen in Delhi in India, Tokyo in Japan, Singapore, Bangkok in Thailand, and Dubai in the UAE. Across Europe, it's not only in London, but it's also in Blackpool in the UK. It's also in Amsterdam. It's also in Berlin, Budapest, Istanbul, Prague, and Vienna. 
In North America, it can be found also in Hollywood, Las Vegas, Nashville, New York City, Orlando, San Francisco, Washington, DC. And in the Oceania area, it can be found in Sydney, Australia. Celebrities have often liked to pose with their wax figures as pranks and publicity stunts. On November the 3rd, 2009, the museum's New York City branch was featured in a segment of NBC's Today, in which weatherman Al Roker posed in place of his lifelike waxwork figure for two hours and startled unsuspecting visitors, who were first led to believe that they were viewing Roker's wax counterpart. In 2010, Ozzy Osbourne did the same in New York to promote his album Scream. NBA players Camilo Anthony and Jeremy Lin pranked fans during the unveiling of their statues at New York and San Francisco museums, respectively. In 2015, Arnold Schwarzenegger posed as the Terminator statue in the Hollywood Museum to promote a charity event. Some sequences of the film House Fall 3 were shot in the Madame Two Swords in London. Parts of the film Fan in 2016 were shot at Madame Two Swords, making it the first Indian film to be shot there. Madame Two Swords also features in the film Shanghai Nights from 2003. Madame Two Sword is featured in an Assassin's Creed Unity side mission, where the player is tasked with retrieving the severed heads of which Madame Two Sword was commissioned to make replicas. Madame Two Sword is referenced as Madame Two Spell in the Great Ace Eternity 2 Resolve, where the player is tasked to investigate in the Wax Museum. In Thomas Hardy's novel, The Return of the Native, published in 1878, the Christmas congregation at a country church is likened to a two-sword collection of local celebrities. There is a brief reference to Madame Tussauds' work in the Sherlock Holmes story, The Mazarin Stone. In Jules Verne's novel Around the World in 80 Days, his author says that the only thing the wax figures sculpted by Madame Tussauds lack is speech. In Gilbert and Sullivan's song, My Object All Sublime, from the Mikado in 1885, the title character sings of punishments fitting the crime, including the amateur tenor, whose vocal villainies all desire to shirk, shall, during off days, exhibit his powers to Madame Tussauds' waxwork. The Beatles had their wax figures featured along with cardboard cutouts of various famous people in the cover art for Sgt Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band from 1967. So, I hope you've enjoyed our look at Madame Tussauds. Who would have known that there was so much history in this museum which you walk past these days and the queues go on and on as people queue to get in? It's a great London tourist attraction if you fancy going to see these. Now, if you'd like to make contact with us or suggest any other places that you'd like us to feature in future podcasts, you can let me know through our website, londonvisited.co.uk or our social media. Is that easy? Thanks for listening. Really hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll see you soon on the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening and please don't forget to subscribe to get more shows direct to your device. Also, why not visit our London Visited YouTube channel to get even more of London. Catch you soon on the next one.